There are many stories of the strange and unusual. Some are true, others are not. Misfits Audio is proud to present Strange Stories, a collection of tales by Mike Murphy that can take place on any world at any time. We hope our cast entertains you with these tales of the supernatural and the fantastic. My name is Nicholas Prescott, Nikki for short. You probably heard about my kidnapping on the news. I'm seven and a half years old, and I'm from Sandown, New Hampshire. I can make sick people better by wishing it. I learned I could do this one day a couple weeks ago when my Uncle Steve was really sick with something called cancer. I love my Uncle Steve. He's been like a father to me ever since my real dad was killed when I was less than a year old. A man who had been drinking too much drove him off the road and into a telephone pole. If I had been older and I knew what I can do, maybe I could have saved him. Uncle Steve's gonna get better, Mom. I know he is. Why is that, honey? I wished for it last night before bed. I wished for it real hard. And then I dreamed he was better. That's very nice you did that, Nikki. But I wouldn't get your hopes up. Your uncle is a very sick man. The doctors don't know if he will get better. But they don't know how to wish like I do. That's right, they don't. You keep wishing, sweetie. But don't feel bad if your uncle doesn't get well. It won't be your fault. Oh, he'll be fine, Mom. You'll see. And my Uncle Steve was better. When Mom and I got to his hospital room, the doctor said that his tumor, whatever that is, has gone away, and they had no idea how this had happened or where it had gone. It had gone away because I wished my uncle to be better. In a little over a week, Uncle Steve and I were out in the driveway playing basketball while Mom cooked us chicken fingers and french fries, my favorite dinner. Mm, I can't tell you how good this tastes, Tim. I thought I was destined for cold fish sticks and bowl after bowl of green jello. I'm glad you like it. Nikki and I are so happy you're better. So am I. I feel great. I never would have believed it. Who cares if the docs can't figure out what happened? I know what happened, Uncle Steve. What happened, Nikki? You got better right after I wished you would. Now, Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. That was awfully nice of you to make that wish for me. Glad to help. May I be excused, Mom? My show's on in a minute. I suppose so. Go ahead. We'll be up in a little bit. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Can you believe that son of mine? He honestly thinks that you got better because he wished for it. What an imagination. <coughs> Get down, Patches. I'll feed you in a few minutes. Nikki wishing me better is as good a reason as any why I'm well again. The doctors don't have the slightest idea where the tumor went. What is it they say about the power of prayer? I think there's a big difference between praying for something to happen and wishing for it. My son doesn't have any special powers. He can't make things happen by wishing. Oh, boy! Mom, it's on again! What is, dear? The show I missed the other night because we were stuck in traffic. Boy, did I want to see this one. I wished and wished for it. I'll see you soon. I have to go see what happens to Captain Koala. 
Is it really possible that Nikki Prescott, at the tender age of seven and a half, can make things happen by wishing? After all, his uncle is mysteriously well again. And on a very different note, Nikki did wish to see the missed Captain Koala episode that is currently airing on the Upstairs TV. Coincidence? Remember, however, that Nikki has mentioned his recent kidnapping. If he does have this power, someone must be trying to exploit it by taking him from his home and his mother. We'll be right back with I Wish Tonight. When do you think that kid's going to wake up? How am I supposed to know? I gave him a pretty good conk on the head. Maybe you shouldn't have done that, Frankie. Why not? I had to knock him out so we could sneak him out of the open window. He might have called out for help. Then where would we be, Butch? Broke, that's where. I was only thinking that Mr. Harker might not like you conking that kid on the head. Are you going to squeal on me? Of course not, pal. But you shouldn't have hit the kid on the head. Mr. Harker said the kid had some kind of special power or something. It could be in his head. What if you jumbled up his brain? I didn't hit him that hard. There's not even a bump. What if the kid tells Mr. Harker that you hit him? Who's Harker going to believe? A little brat or the two of us, who have worked for him for ten years. Yeah, I suppose you're right. When's Mr. Harker going to get here? He said he'd be here by eight. Then why'd we snatch the kid so early? We had to grab the brat while it was dark, right? Do you want to try and pull a job like that in daylight? Yeah, of course not. That's why we grabbed the kid when we did. What's wrong, Butch? You sound nervous. Yeah. This state don't look too kindly on kidnapping. No state does. Kidnapping is what we've done. The sooner we turn a kid over to the boss and beat it up in domain with our pay, the better I'll like it. I'm with you there. What's Mr. Harker want with his kid anyway? What's this power the kid's got? Didn't I tell you? You ain't told me nothing. The kid's a regular Aladdin's lamp. He can grant wishes. Uh... Do you have to rub him? No, you don't rub the kid. Have a brain, Butch. I'm sorry. You you know I ain't too educated. How do you know the kid can grant wishes? Why, it's all over the news, didn't you hear? So, how do you do it, Nikki? I just wish real hard and it happens. You say you got rid of your uncle's cancer by wishing? That's what Nikki thinks he did, yes. (laughs) The power of positive thinking, right? But that's what I did do, Uncle Steve. You don't believe what your nephew says he did for you? I suppose that it could have happened that way. I've heard about stranger things. I I guess we should never say no. And so, for News 8, this is Christian O'Dell in Sandtown, New Hampshire. Nikki, why did you call the news people? I thought they'd want to know about Uncle Steve getting out of the hospital. Uncle Steve getting better, even if you did help, isn't really a matter for the TV news. That's not what the man said. What man? The man on the news last night. It came on the TV while you were talking to Auntie Sue on the phone. The man on the TV said to let him know of any good news that was happening around town so they could report good news for a change. He gave the number to the station, so I called him. You shouldn't have done that, honey. Why? Isn't Uncle Steve getting better good news? 
Well, of course it is, but... I was only doing what the man said. You don't have to do what people on the TV say to do. That's not what you told me about Captain Koala. That's different. Why? When Captain Koala says that you should always say please or brush your teeth after every meal, those are the right things to do. And telling people the good news about Uncle Steve is wrong? <sighs> Nikki, you're going to have to trust me on this one. Don't go calling anyone else about Uncle Steve anymore. Okay? Not even Auntie Sue? Not even her. Okay, Mom, if you say so. That's how Mr. Hawker heard about the kid. Does the boss have somebody sick in this family that he wants the kid to make better? Maybe. I don't ask the boss no questions. I do what I'm told and collect my dough every week. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a good way to deal with the boss. Uh, let's see, we've got pictures of Nicky and everything we need, Mrs. Prescott. I'll put out an APB on him right away. Do you think he's okay, officer? I hope so, ma'am. We'll find him. Thank you. Are you all right, Em? What if they don't find him, Steve? They'll find him. You heard what the officer said. He can't know that for certain. He was simply trying to reassure me. The teary-eyed mother. The cops will do everything they can. They have all kinds of equipment and sources that we can't even imagine. They'll find Nicky. Damn that window. I've been meaning to get a new screen in it. With you sick in the hospital and everything I've needed to do for Nicky, I kept putting it off and putting it off. I'll go down to the hardware store right now and get a new screen. I'll put it in today. It'll be here when Nikki gets home. Thank you. Will you be okay if I go? It won't take long. I'll be fine. I think the store is open until 9. I don't have to go now if you'd rather I didn't. Now's fine. Whoever kidnapped Nikki took him because of that news report on Channel 8. I know they did. Nobody could really believe that Nikki has the power to heal people. It must have been a random kidnapping. No, it's too much of a coincidence. If someone wanted to kidnap a kid, they wouldn't go through all the trouble of getting up to the second floor of the house. No, they came for Nikki. You may be right. You don't think Nikki has that power, do you? I don't know. Something may be well. I know Nikki believes he has that power. If somebody kidnapped him because they think he has that power, Steve, what's going to happen? When Nikki can't deliver what they want. Open up, Frankie. It's Mr. Harker. Right away, boss. Good to see you, Mr. Harker. Me too, boss. Where's the boy? Over there on the cot, sir. Are you going to give rubber to kid, boss? How I intend to get what I want from Nikki is my affair. It's none of your concern. Keep your mouth shut, Butch. He hasn't woken up yet. I told Frankie that he shouldn't have hit the kid. Butch! You hit the boy, Frankie? Only enough to make sure that we could get him out of the house quietly, Mr. Harker. I didn't hurt him or nothing. I'm disappointed in you. You told me on the phone to do what I had to do to get the kid. <sighs> Here are your envelopes. Thank you, Mr. Harker. Yeah, thank you, boss. After this is all over, Frankie... You and I need to have a little chat. Now, get out. The both of you. Right away, Mr. Harker, sir. You had to squeal on me, didn't you, Butch? 
I'm sorry. I, I panicked, I guess. You guess? Get in the car. Wake up, boy. Uh, it's time to get up. Get up, Nikki. Mom, I don't want to go to school today. <laughs> I'm not your mother, boy. What? Who are you? Where am I? Where's my mother? Relax. Your mother is safe at your house. Where am I? You're safe, too. I want to go home. Not yet. When? After you help me, I'll let you go home. What do you mean? I have a problem I... I need your help with. Why should I help you? Because I need your help and... and because you're a good kid. My mom told me I shouldn't talk to strangers. Your mom sounds like a very smart lady. I've told my kids the same thing and my... grandkids. I shouldn't be talking to you. You're a stranger, and you took me from my house. How about I tell you my name? I can't be a stranger if you know my name, right? I guess not. My name is David Harker. Hello, Mr. Harker. You can call me David. No. Mom says that I should always call people older than I am Mr. or Mrs. She says it's respectful. <laughs> She's right. Nikki, will you help me? With what? I saw you on the news the other night. That's quite a thing that you did for your uncle, making him well again. My Uncle Steve is really special to me. You're a good nephew. Do you think that you could help someone else like you helped your uncle? I guess so. Are you sick, mister? No. No, it's not me. It's my... granddaughter. She's only five years old, younger than you are. And she's got a disease like the one your uncle had. That's too bad. You're right, Nikki. It is too bad. You enjoy being a little boy, don't you? Sure I do. You like running and playing, going to the zoo and other fun things? I love the zoo. My granddaughter, her name is Becky. She's, she's never even been to the zoo. She's never seen an elephant? They're my favorite. No, she never has. And unless she gets better, she never will. Can't the doctors help her? Un... Unfortunately not. Nikki, you... you know what love is, right? Sure I do. I love my mom, my Uncle Steve, and my cat, Patches. I love my dad, too, but he died when I was really little, and I didn't know what I can do. And your dad dying made you sad, didn't it? Really sad. I cried for a long time. So did Mom. I haven't cried so much since. Well... Nikki, I love Becky like you love your dad. If she doesn't get well soon, she's going to die too. If that happens, I'll... I'll be really sad. And so will Becky's mom and dad and her little brother. I hope she doesn't die, Mr. Harker. That's where you can help me, Nikki. You can help Becky. Like I helped Uncle Steve? Exactly. How did you help your uncle? What did you have to do? I wished really hard that he would get better. When I fell asleep, I dreamed that he was better. And he was. Could you do that for my Becky? I guess I could try. But I don't know Becky. Do you have to know the person to help them? I'm not sure. I know my uncle. I'm not sure if I could help a stranger. Well, we're not strangers anymore. Right, Nikki? Right. And if you met Becky, would you be able to help her? I guess so. My wishing only happened once, mister. I'm not really sure how it worked. My mom and my uncle don't think I really did anything. 
They said it was just a sentence that Uncle Steve got better. Coincidence? That was it. Look, Nikki, you know that I'm not going to hurt you, right? Right. I can't help you if you hurt me. You're a smart boy. I should have come to you and asked for your help. I'm sorry, Nikki. I shouldn't have had you brought here, but I haven't been thinking straight lately with Becky sick. Here's what I'd like to do. My Becky is in a big hospital in the city. If I take you there and you meet her, then she wouldn't be a stranger to you anymore. Uh-huh. If she's not a stranger, could you try to help her? Uncle Steve says I should always try to help people. I can try, Mr. Harker. I don't want anyone to die who hasn't had the chance to see an elephant yet. So now we come to now. I'm in Mr. Harker's big car, and we're driving to the hospital to see Becky. I'm not scared of Mr. Harker anymore. I was, but not now. I'm going to try to help Becky like I helped Uncle Steve. That should prove to my mom and my uncle that I can do this. This is Becky, Mr. Harker? Yes. What are all these machines for? The machines are keeping her alive, Nikki. She's too weak from being sick to do some things by herself. Do you... Do you think you can help her? Can she talk to me? Not right now. Is that important? I need to find out some things about her so we're not strangers. I see. I can tell you all about her. What do you need to know? You said she's five years old? That's right. I need to know the important stuff. What does she like to do? What does she like to eat? Things like that. Before she got sick, she, uh... She used to love to play with her dolls. Yuck! I hate dolls! Many boys do. I never liked them when I was your age either. Becky, um, she liked listening to music, mostly Raffi, and swinging on the playground. She liked to eat chicken fingers and french fries. They're delicious! Did she ever watch Captain Koala? That does sound familiar. It's my favorite TV show. What else can I tell you about her, Nikki? That should be enough, I guess. Would it be okay if I held her hand for a minute? It would be kind of like we were shaking hands and becoming friends. I, I think Becky would enjoy that. Becky? You don't know me, but my name is Nikki. I'm sorry you're sick. I'm going to try to help you get better. I'm going to try real hard. I hope it works. If you get better, you have to go to the zoo and see the elephants. I love them. I'll try to help her, Mr. Harker. Thank you, Nikki. You... You said that you have to wish for her to get well before you fall asleep. That's right. With Uncle Steve, I dreamed he was better, and when I woke up, he really was. Then I have to let you go home. Nikki, if I let you go home, will you try to help Becky tonight? Sure I will. Will you drive me home? <laughs> no. I can't do that, I'm afraid. I, I don't think it would go over very well. 
Do you know the arcade at Canopy Lake Park? Yeah. Mom took me there on my birthday. We played skee-ball, and I won a lot of tickets. How about I drop you off there? I'll give you some money to buy some tokens, and I'll let the police know where you are. Your mom will come and get you and bring you home. Tonight, I'll wish for Becky to get well. Becky and I would like that very much. Thank you, Nikki. Nikki! Mom! Are you alright? I'm okay, Mom. Give me a hug, sweetie. I missed you. I missed you, too. You're looking good, champ. Nobody hurt you, right? No. Mr. Harker turned out to be really nice. I was afraid of him at first. Mr. Harker? He's the man who was in the shack with me. What shack? Where? I don't know, Mom. I just woke up there. We talked for a while, and then we drove into the city to a big hospital where Becky is. Who's Becky? She's his granddaughter. She's really sick. And Mr. Harker asked if I could help make her well. Mrs. Prescott, in cases like this, we like to take the child to the doctor for a checkup. Just to be certain. Yes, I think that's wise. We can talk later about questioning the boy. It's been a long day. Nikki's finally asleep. Good. The police called while you were getting him to bed. They've been in contact with all the hospitals in the area. There's no sick girl named Becky Harker, or even Becky. It's probably a fake name. That's what the police thought, too. The call to the police station was placed from a payphone in the arcade, so there's no lead there. The police may never find this Mr. Harker. Nikki couldn't say what hospital the two of them drove to. You know how it is when you're a passenger. You don't really pay much attention to directions. Plus, he's only seven years old. Nikki would be the first one to remind you that he's seven and a half. Excuse me. Those halves are very important when you're a kid. I guess you stop being a kid when you stop using and a half when you tell people how old you are. (laughs) You've got a point there. You should get some sleep, too. I'm so wound up, I don't know if I can sleep. I'll probably spend half the night looking at him. The screen is in and I lock the window. He's safe, him. Get some sleep. It's been a long day for all of us. Uh, yeah, I've got a special delivery here for Nicholas Prescott. You do? I'm his mother. Uh, sign here, please, ma'am. Uh, thank you. Uh, have a good day. What's in the envelope? A special delivery for Nikki. There's no return address. No kidding. Nikki, come downstairs, please. I'll be right there, Mom. This envelope came for you. For me? What is it? It's for you. Open it. Okay. It's from the zoo! It's from the zoo! What does it say, Mom? Dear Mrs. Prescott, Enclosed, please find three lifetime passes to our zoo, courtesy of a very generous donor who wishes to remain anonymous. These passes entitle the bearers to free entrance to the zoo 
and any special events, including complimentary meals. We hope you enjoy your visits. Sincerely, Martin Copeland, Director. Oh, boy! Lifetime passes? I'll bet that runs a pretty penny. Can we go soon? Can we? They're for us, all right. Our names are on them. Steve Prescott, Emily Prescott, and Nikki Prescott. Nikki, there is something written on yours. Let me see. Right there. Thanks for everything. I'll see you by the elephants. Love, Becky. It worked! It worked again! So Becky Harker, or whatever her real name is, is well again, thanks to Nikki. Hopefully one day soon, the two of them will meet by the elephant enclosure and get a real chance to shake hands. With this ordeal now over, Nikki will use his healing power very sparingly, and will heed his mother's advice not to listen to what the people on the TV say. Except, of course, for Captain Koala. Our special thanks to... Katie Daynert as Nicholas Nicky Prescott, Elise Krawek as Emily Prescott, Mike Hennessy as Steve Prescott, Shane Harris as Butch, Alex Gilmore as Frankie, Abner Cenaries as Officer and Man, Shane Harris as Mr. Harker, and J.T. Beaufort as Kristen O'Dell, Julie Hoverson as the narrator, I Wish Tonight was written by Mike Murphy. The producer for this show was Morgan Barnhart. The mixer was Mike Hennessy. The editor was Arlene Osborne. The webmaster is April Sadowski. We would also like to thank Captain John Tadrzak of Misfits Audio for airing this show. Mike Murphy, the author of this story, gratefully acknowledges the continued help of Arlene Osborne in the betterment of his scripts. This production is for enjoyment purposes only. And I'm your announcer, Julie Hoverson, for Misfits Audio 2009.